that's the fourth time I've told you, and I'm thinking if you're listening right now, because I know you're following me on Instagram, you won't forget it like you did the first three times. Nice. Come to Astoria. Good grief. How dare you? <laughs> if you can't remember my name or my neighborhood after asking three times, my guess is you're going to be completely lost on the nuances of my complicated female body, so I'm baffled as to why I would let you inside of it. Okay. This is High Decibels. Live music recaps in New York City and beyond. Hey, you people. You're listening to High Decibels, an NYC-based live music podcast. We check out the artists we love at New York City venues and beyond and report back to you. I'm Marlia. And I'm James. And this song is Stranger Things by Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein, who Mar got to see at Brooklyn Steel on Saturday, October 19th. And who we'll be talking about today. But before that, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and look for us on Reddit at High Decibels Pod for clips, pics, discussions, and more. Also look for us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts and subscribe, follow, rate, and review, please. Yeah, like we really mean that. Like if you are listening to this right now, let's say you found us because uh, you were at a show that we uh, met you at. Or and personally you, forced to follow. And personally forced. And you are now following us on Instagram or you followed us uh, on Instagram, uh, on your own accord, looking at you, photographer for the Crystal Method show, like Shout out. you know, if you're listening to this, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, whatever, all of these platforms have options uh, to uh, subscribe or follow, <laughs> depending on the platform. The terminology varies, but you get the gist of it. And uh, especially on Apple Pod, like if you could please. Uh, leave those rating, um, ratings and reviews. That's super helpful to us. Thank you so much. And follow us on Twitter. Nobody ever in- interacts with me on there. Yeah, please do. Um, follow us on Twitter and then, you know, the Reddit account too. And, and interact with us. We're very friendly. Try we have, we have, Yeah, we can provide references for that. We've been very nice to everyone who is who has interacted with us. Absolutely. Um, okay, so. <laughs> now wait. Go on. I, I ha- there's something I have to do. Okay. I have to say some house oh, cleaning. Oh God, here we go. I have to eat my words. Because the last several podcasts, I've been ranting and raving about the Yankees, and I believe I specifically said two or three weeks ago they are your future 2019 World Series champions. Um, unfortunately, they tore my soul out in heartbreaking fashion on Saturday night. Um, amongst other things that have happened this week, I'm not having a good week, so I might not be totally into this. Uh, the baseball, honestly, is the least of it, but that's the only one that I'm going to bring up, so I, I don't get too many pity uh, subscribes here, you know. Uh, I'm down for pity subscribes. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. If just you, baseball. <laughs> if you change your mind, we can uh, we can do that. But that's that's up to you. So yeah, uh, rough week for James. Actually, yes, that the game that he has uh, referenced uh, was actually um, at the same time as this show. Although I was able to catch. Uh, the, the second half of it, I would say, and I might get into that. We'll see, because I feel like this is going to be a shorter episode, and uh, this is our platform. Yeah, so we can talk one, about what we want. One half my platform. So if I want to talk about the rest of my night, I can. And and it is, uh, I always say this word wrong, tangentially. Ta- tangentially. Tangentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> tangentially. Tangentially. <Now> <laughs> <laughs> Very Freudian of you. <laughs> now that I know how the word is supposed to be pronounced, it feels a lot less awkward to say. <laughs> I'm honestly imagining you trying to say that in like a board meeting. <laughs> I think and everybody I have just looking at you <laughs> awkwardly and not wanting to say anything to make the situation worse. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh, it's so easy to imagine too. No. <laughs> You can't see me right now, but I have a tear <laughs> in the tangent <laughs> tangentially <laughs> falling down her face. <laughs> oh God! Patting now my face time. is wet too. Um, <laughs> tangent, tangential, which is more Tan- that we could say. Tangentially, Mars. Say, tangen- say it correctly tangent- once. Say it again. Tangentially. 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 (laughs) There you go. Okay, now to get off this tangent. (laughs) Tangentially. 
uh, related, but we'll get into that later. Okay. So on a more serious note, I, I really want to preface this by saying I'm re- I'm going to do my best with this show. This was definitely the hardest. Uh, this is going to be the hardest uh, recap I've had to do. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> it's a weird show. So, I, you know, I don't really blame you on this. And uh, I also just want to qualify that by saying that that's really no fault of the artist. Um, I think that if I had had a a clearer idea of what I was walking into, I would have been more prepared. Uh, For sure. I definitely would have picked a different guest, which... Absolutely. Um, <laughs> which we'll get into. We won't say any names. We won't drop any bombs um, here. But uh, but yeah, so I I won't I won't say who I invited, but um, I, I the wrong person because I thought that person was also going to guest on this episode, so that I would not have to talk about this alone and like like stumble my way through it. But that's what it is. That's what I'm gonna have to do. Um, the show uh, again, which was. Uh, the uh, artist Michael Stein and, excuse me, Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein is how they officially, you know, uh, always list it. Uh, these two are members of a bigger band called Survive. Uh, but these two guys are sort of like, I don't say extracted, but they have this project where specifically they were called upon to um, compose the music for the hit show uh, on Netflix, Stranger Things. Hell yeah. And so they were performing this music live. And as a huge fan of the show, uh, I felt like, oh, this this is such a an amazing opportunity. And it was. It's just that I... I went about it wrong, but I'll get into D- that. Didn't quite know what you were getting into. No, no, no. I didn't really understand what a show like this was yeah. going to be like. Maybe it would have uh, helped to research a little bit on it. But, you, you know, I, on the other hand, though, it is sometimes fun to go into a show not knowing what you're going to get. Right. So, But real quick, before we get into it, just to talk about the band a little bit. Because, uh-huh. you know, let's shout them out. Uh, the band Survive, which uh, is stylized as spaces between every letter. letter which is totally really capitalized. annoying to type out when you're trying to tell. I feel like I yeah. have to do it when I like say, like, hey, they're part of the band Survive. And I feel like I have to do the spaces. And it's just Right. Like, it's like Arizona. That band Arizona. You yeah. know them at all? Same same deal yeah. uh, for anybody that Arizona is probably more famous than Survive. But it's the, it's the same exact thing. But anyway, they're an electronic band from Austin, Texas. Electronic synthwave, uh, been around since '09. Uh, other members: Kyle Dixon, Michael Stein, obviously Mark Donica, and Adam Jones. And the long and short of it is, they're just kind of an electronic synthwave band that has a horror bent to them. So Correct. it kind of uh, lends itself to this sort of soundtrack. Um, I believe they've worked on like other kinds of soundtracks. Uh, indie horror film The Guest is the other one that's on here, but the main one is for Stranger Things. So yeah, so this is something that they're very good at, um, and uh, but it is a very interesting experience to have this music extracted um, from a soundtrack. Now, I have experienced this before. I forget exactly what I saw. Um, I believe it was the music from Coino Scotsi, which is oh, like this very like surreal. But the difference was it was at BAM, and I was sitting in a chair. Oh, sure, so, sure. So uh, yeah, I can't say I've ever done something like that. I'm, it's interesting. I don't know but, if but, I necessarily have like a movie that I would really just want to hear the music TV from show. live. Yeah, I I don't know if I could really think of one. There's some video games that have really cool soundtracks that I might want to see. You well, know, remember I, when I told you about something like that? I forget what was going the on. The Halo one, I think it was, because that's like were a big in, one that's going around. Were you away at that time or something? Uh, probably. I don't know if I'd go out of my way for that. I was never the biggest Halo guy in the world, but I, I have feel to like admit I told that you soundtrack about something, is, is pretty yeah, rad. Um, the only one that I could really think of is Marwin. I'm a big Elder Scrolls guy, and those that soundtrack is just something that's always stuck with me. That would be kind of neat to see right. live. But, okay, I am going to get into, once I get into the show, I'm going to kind of explain my feelings in terms of uh, the sort of choice that was made using this venue and, mm. and this sort of environment, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't want to get ahead of myself. Um, what I want to say is, again, when it comes to my preparation, um, outside of Spotify, which I did, right. uh, and going to a prior show, which I did not, I did not, did not, I did not. That's how you would prepare. It's I bullshit. did. I did meet some people that had been to a prior show that were more prepared. Um, still, that being said, it wasn't like I listened to this soundtrack top to bottom. It was just sort of I skimmed over it, and I it wasn't like I went in and I would know 
uh, aside from the the opening credit song, what um, songs had which titles? So as well, it, it should also be said that to prepare, you've also fucking seen every episode of. The I show, have seen every episode, you know? but it's very different because you're watching the show and you are not. The music is sort of playing in the background. Right. It's not the the primary focus, so right. it's enhancing More what's adds going to the on. Ambience, it's it's know? it's enhancing what's going on, but it's not necessarily in the forefront of your mind sure. unless you're just one of those people that. And the people that I did meet, which again, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but I will say that the people that I met, uh, primarily the people that came to see this weren't like necessarily survive fans or fans of the synthwege on their fans of the show and I, I feel like these people have watched these episodes again and again and again and listened to these songs again and again and again and that's how they knew uh the what name the tracks there. you know and and, yeah. and and that's not the camp i was in so uh I usually, when I go through a set list, I will uh, talk about specific songs and, you know, we'll play the recordings that hit underneath. I will be uh, having recordings playing underneath. I cannot tell you the name of these songs. I apologize to any fans that are offended by that. Yeah. Uh, but Listen, we have lives. We don't have the time to sit there and, like, listen through right. every single so- song associated with Stranger Things right. and these two artists and figure it out. Right. right. So uh, so that's the thing. And, um, you know, and, and I felt kind of like, a little bit of a uh, imposter or whatever, like uh, to to recap something like this when when there were such huge fans there that that knew uh, every single song. But that being said, number one, uh, okay, so we're what this is episode thirteen or fourteen. If you take a look at our existing a back catalog, if we can Deep call it one, that. Yeah. Uh, you'll see that we have covered, we've covered rock, we've covered folk, we've covered dance music, we've covered a little bit of pop music, albeit underground pop music. You know, I would like to cover, um, you know, uh, R and B or hip hop at some point. Sure. Uh, jazz, even maybe even classical. But the point is, is that we're kind of trying to uh, not get super focused on one genre or another, but. The downside of that is that while sometimes James and I are super familiar uh, with a particular artist or genre and we can just name it quite often, we're not. And right. you know what? And, and and honestly, so yeah, so we're not so if we were hyper focused on a particular genre, or a particular artist, sure, we know it top to bottom, but we cover like a too diverse of a this is not like a genre uh, devoted podcast. This is not like a um TV show sure. devoted podcast. I feel like people are going to be way more understanding about this and I'm like justify this to myself because I feel totally inept but here's the other thing too is that uh, I met two super fans Uh, their names are Michael and Shelby I hope that you're listening shout out out, you guys love you and Shelby said you know what she's like what what's uh What's the value? This isn't exact her, her exact words, but you know, essentially, she summed it up and say there is value in sort of like the layman's, non-super fan's perspective on seeing the show. Yeah, like because that. very well, someone, not everyone that walked in there was a super fan. I met a couple of people that weren't that just came with a friend. So it's like, well, this is what you might expect if you don't know this soundtrack from top to bottom. Like what this experience would be like, and perhaps this could better prepare somebody who. Uh, is um I don't say a, a casual I guess I would say a casual fan of the show uh, or someone that there is there out of curiosity yeah I was about uh, to say curiosity kind of what to expect there, and know? not just for this Stranger Things but any time that you see advertised uh music from a soundtrack from a TV show a movie or a video game like kind of what when it works and and when it might not um but i am going to get there so i think that there is um some validity to us reporting on this not to mention the fact that this is completely different than anything either of us have even actually been to in life yeah um, i can't honestly say yeah i haven't been to one of these before. yeah i i i will say uh when i started to s- sort of also like dive in a little bit into this genre not necessarily the music from this show but aside from it being a soundtrack, uh, this genre is is probably not something that I will go see live in the future unless there's chairs involved. Right, or at least like a very comfy uh, sitting area. I will be I will oh. be seated, um, and I'll get into that because it's 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 a strange type of music to because I have like. Uh, been to shows that were more uh, low-key ambient before. I've, t- I've told you about Ambient Church, which right. is a concert series that literally happens 
in churches, you, you sit in a church and, uh, and the music goes on for uh, a couple of hours and then you just kind of lose yourself in it. But I will say this too, it, it would be an, it, it's a harder one to do a podcast on because it's not the kind of music where you're kind of alert and like paying attention to what songs it's you lose. Lo- it's meditative and yeah. you lose yourself in it. And it would be really hard to sort of give like a play by play of a show like that. So I would do it, but I probably do it once. Right. Um, okay. So anyway. So actually, that's a good segue. How was the crowd? Okay. So, uh, well, I, I just want to uh, also add before I get into the crowd, there was no opener for the show. Um, so that compared on the fact that uh, also, I mean, so, excuse me, the fact there was no opener adding to the fact that this show all told clocked in at about an hour 15 means this is going to be a little bit shorter because there's okay. less, just less to say. And it's more of an experience episode than about the ins and outs of the music. Uh, oh, and I did talk about Synthwave. Basically, the deal with Synthwave is, uh, if you're familiar with Stranger Things, well, it's not far off. It's it's the idea of it's like this um, music that kind of became popular um, about 10 years ago. It was kind of when it started resur- um, to surge up. And the idea was that it... Um, sort of holds a nostalgia for like heavy 1980s uh synth music right that was used soundtracks and videos used often in soundtracks like uh, miami vice is one um there was a video game called um what was that one with the car uh oh outrun oh Right. Yeah. Okay. So like, and, and so it draws on that. Um, so the music sounds like it's from the eighties. It sounds retro. Um, oh, John Carpenter, how, uh, who did the soundtrack to Halloween. That's also an influence. So that's the kind of music that this is. If you've never seen stranger things and you're like, er, well, that's, that's what this music is. It's slow and it's, it's, it can, it can be slow. Uh, it can be dark. It can be heavy. Obviously, because this was like very geared towards too. right, yeah. very droney. Because this was geared more towards horror, uh, is a little bit more slow and dark. It can be a little bit more upbeat. Upbeat when you're talking about, uh, like when this music is used for like action films. I think like RoboCop is like mm. one. I'm pretty sure. Um, but that's sort of like the feel of it. It's like that that 1980s synthy sound. Just so you kind of have an idea of what what the sort of um, what do you want to call it. Uh, audio aesthetic uh you already gave the history in the band so i can skip that i can also add and we're going to put this link in the show notes that uh i'm really glad actually there was this interview that i listened to in this podcast i love called um a uh, song exploder where they basically take a song and then just deconstruct it have the artists do that mm. throughout the podcast and um they did have these two guys on to deconstruct uh mainly the 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 title the title song the oh, cool. credit okay. song but Very i think cool. they kind of go over in general how they were recruited and that sort of thing and they seem like really cool chill guys and i'm actually really glad that i've heard that interview because i have to be quite honest with you they have zero stage presence oh yeah and i um i would have gotten nothing at best i would have gotten nothing in terms of a sense of who they were and at worst i would have dis- worst i would have disliked them because i'm just coming off of a crystal method show where oh, the guy yeah, was the guy like, super, super engaging with us and charismatic and these guys are just like it was like they had a, a wall up yeah and I was like, I get it. It's kind of part of the aesthetic or whatever because it's dark and sc- and scary. But it was also well, I- I'll explain. But there was a, I felt like there was a disconnect. So the fact that I have heard them be interviewed before made me a little be a little bit more forgiving of the sort of coldness mm-hmm. that I felt. Okay, but before I talk about the crowd, talk about the venue, Brooklyn Steel. We've been to it many times. Um, we have not reported on it yet. So, uh, Brooklyn Steel out in, is it Bushwick? East Williamsburg? Yeah, right there. Okay. So out in the middle of nowhere. So unless you live out there, it's going to be a hike. Yeah, it's going to be a hike. I don't even even know what train it's here because I feel like I'm always taking Ubers out there because, uh, but there's a train near there. Maybe you could, you could get the G or the L to get you kind of close. And then it's still like 15 minute walk. Yeah. So it's a, it's a big like warehousey, uh, type looking venue. Um, the sound in it is uh, pretty decent, I have to say. Oh, yeah. They have the capability to have really cool lighting and um, and uh, stage design if the artist wants that. Uh, the check-in process is super easy. They're not super strict. They do have metal detectors, mm. but as long as you're not walking in with a gun, like you're fine. Um, the prices are like what you would expect. Uh, 24 for a double a bullet, which is about right. Bathroom situation is great. There's so many of them. You never have to wait. Um, and the bartenders are really great. Hi, Michael. Hi, Geraldine. 
You're both as cute as a button. Some of the nicest Shout bartenders yeah. I've ever met. The yeah, state- other <clears> thing <throat> about Brooklyn Steel, it's pretty new, so uh, many, uh, if there's anybody that's like not really super uh, knowledgeable about any of the newer venues that came out, Brooklyn Steel only came out in 2017. Um, it's another Bowery owned uh, yes. venue there as as most tend to be so you'll see a lot of advertisements for all the other Bowery venues and uh, for anybody that might uh, need a comparison here think Terminal 5 but more industrial yeah I actually yeah. I, re- I really like this venue a lot it's one of my favorite oh it's got a <clears throat> slope floor too which is sick yes I don't know if you ever noticed that that's helpful yeah for short people yeah um and uh, they always have great acts there like one They've after so the other. Many. I mean, I got to see Tudor Cinema Club there right when it opened up. Actually, when they opened up, um, which unfortunately I was away for this, or else I absolutely would have fucking gone. LCD? Their first, yeah, the LCD Sound yeah. System was their first five shows there. Yeah, and, uh, and of course I was not around and had to miss that because it's a massive bucket list band for me. Yeah, seen them. Yeah, want to yeah, see them yeah, again though. Whatever. Want want to see them again though. Um. All right. So, uh, so this it was it was uh, not full. There was not a ton of people there. I mean, the people that were there were v- pretty mostly were pretty enthused to be there. Mm. There were some casual people like myself. Um, but uh, yeah, this one's pretty niche. That doesn't surprise me too much. So I was in line, and uh, it just so worked out. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna spoil. It's not a big deal, but spoiling this a little bit. If you haven't seen season three, if you haven't, that's your problem. Um, there are two characters that work in an ice cream shop mm-hmm. and, uh, that shop is called Scoops Ahoy. Um, it's a really corny, tacky costume, dorky. like a s- dorky t- sailor type thing. And that's what I, I, w- I went into that. I was like, I have no idea if anyone else is going to be doing anything like this. Yeah, but it's uh, around Halloween time. But here's so the thing, why not? it's my Halloween costume and I'll be damned if I'm going to wear it once. Like I'm going to get every like dollars worth out of this costume and yeah. really stretch it yeah so for sure like, and for the record real quick i was supposed to go to this before work things changed right and so i had bought that for anybody that uh has seen the show that horrendous 70s or i'm sorry 80s just polyester shirt that uh hopper gets like uh, i think like the second or third episode that this is cutting edge stuff shirt I bought that specifically for this show, found out like a couple days after it arrived that I wouldn't be able to go to this show and then just started wearing it to a couple raves. Unfortunately, so far, nobody's gotten it, but I have gotten compliments on it because it's so stupid that if you wear it to a rave, people are going to like it. It is really stupid. I still maintain that you should wear the bath towel on the bottom, but... Yeah, I'm not sure they'd let me in with that, but... If you wear something underneath... I did... I even... Somebody commented on it, and I'm like, yeah, it's cutting-edge stuff. And the guy goes, yeah, like four years ago. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Keep up with the times. I mean, the only... He didn't... (laughs) So he didn't know. No, he had no clue. I tried to like right. it's Stranger Things. Like, you, isn't you it funny when people think that they're actually cool and with it, and they're like putting you down for being a nerd, and they're yeah. actually the nerd in the situation? Yeah. You fucking nerd. Um, <laughs> the thing is, though, is uh, uh, James looks a little bit too thin. I looks felt it. You know what's funny is I bought it to wear because it it's stupid, but I actually think I look pretty good in it. Like <laughs> he does, and I said to him, I was like, "Looks good," but I'm actually a, a big David Harbor fan. Well. Let's be real. I'm a fan of the character Jim Hopper. Like, I don't know David Harbour in real life, but Jim Hopper has my heart. And I like that he's like a little bit fat. And That's I was like, there. James, what you say? That's your type there. It is now. Oh, it yeah. changed. Oh. It used to be like Ryan Gosling. And then something happened about five years ago. And I started to like tall, burly men with uh, big muscles who are also a little chain bit smoking fat. Chain smoking in a 80s porn stash? I mean, I could maybe do without the chain smoking. I would prefer if he vapes because it doesn't smell as bad. Uh-huh. But you'll keep the stash for the mustache I'll keep rides. the stash and definitely the cheap beer. Uh, <laughs> no, because it's good because it's like he works out and he's strong. He can kick ass. Be, the belly means he enjoys life. Um, so I Mars, said- uh, team dad bod. I am, I uh, am, I am into dab, dab, just a li- little bit extra, just to say, like, yeah, I can have a good time. Like, I don't. I could hold myself at the gym, I don't but I'll to, throw some beers back. Right, I don't need to drink vodka every night like a, a crashing bore, like I'm currently doing. But anyway, um, mom bods are less appreciated. Uh, anyway, so I said to him, "You, you look a little bit th- uh, thin in that," and he's like, "I'm not padding this." Because no, he, no. he doesn't want to look fatter. I'm like, if you really want to, no, no, no. For the character, record, for the record, I've lost about thirty pounds pretty recently, so I'm not trying to. I'm he not won't. He won't even put like on. fake. Pa- well, not real fat. Fake. Fake padding. Nah. He would. He won't gonna, do I'm, it. I'm a little more svelte. I'm the most svelte I've been since college. I'm. I'm showing that off. He does right. So he doesn't. He doesn't want to do it, which is a shame. But anyway, so I'm in line, and um, 
who should I be standing next to? But a uh, and a very nice young woman uh, named Faith, if she's listening. Shout out. Hi. Uh, dressed as L. Kind of. She kind of half did it because uh, I, I can't remember why. I guess she was just like, maybe it would be weird for me to stand out. And she had a longer commute than I did. Oh, yeah. I just hopped into an Uber so I could hide myself. I think she came out on like the path or something. Um, oh, what, from Jersey or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, she's like lame. super dedicated. If she's somebody from New York City, they they know nobody gives a fuck what she. Yeah, wearing. no, no, no. But so, but she had the shirt on. It was like very clear that that was the look that she was going for. Uh, this was just like one of the coolest people that I could have possibly met in line. Uh, she she's a huge fan. So for her, it's it's not like she's like this big like Survivor Synthway fan. She's a fan of the show. Most of the people mm. there are big fans fans of the show. She's a huge fan of the show. Loves soundtracks tells me that she's been to like the actual Starcourt Mall, which I didn't even know you could visit, but you Kinda can neat. in Georgia. And apparently Jim's Cabin is another thing that you can visit in Georgia. And she's showing me these like pictures that these cosplay pictures that she reenacted with her and a friend that dressed as um who, who's that nerd that L dates again? Uh, his name is escaping me. You yeah, know, I don't remember. You know the, what I'm talking about? boy. That, right. So anyway, so there's that. Um, that was really cool. Uh, she had great highlighter and she also told me she doesn't date. And after my experiences dealing in standard Saturday night male behavior after this show, I can see why, but I'll get into that later. Um, anyway, so I also met, um, uh, I mentioned before Michael and Shelby, a lovely couple, I think, I don't know. Um, Michael really knew his shit about uh, the music. So he really kind of helped me out and sort of parsing out what I was hearing at times. Um, like at one point he was like, oh yeah, that song is song core, but if you, s- star core, but if you slow it down, it's actually hopper speech. I'm like, oh neat. Okay. How do so you know this? Like, I don't even know what the star core sound is. He yeah. knows this. He knows the soundtrack from top to bottom. So. Either a music nerd or a nerd of the show. The guy's a nerd. Super Shout helpful. out to that. That's fine. Listen, if we were a little bit yeah. more established, I would have begged this guy to like Skype in and be a guest. That would be sick. I, yeah. I felt self-conscious, but he would have brought a lot to this because he, he really knows um, this soundtrack top to bottom. So I really appreciate being so patient with my questions okay and so then i ran into uh our friend that came who i think at first was mortified by my attire i had to explain to him that once you hit 30 you just really don't give a shit about looking stupid anymore and i'm still surprised that he was that shocked by it because like that guy's been with us and with a bunch of our friends out he seemed very very stupid outfits he seemed himself and us as well so i don't know why this is the one that suddenly was a problem but also it's like it's different when most people or a lot of people are doing it when we were in line there was like nobody wearing uh costumes for yeah the but show. i feel like everybody got it everyone plus, liked it plus it's around halloween so I everyone like maybe i'm weird no you're not weird know. that's the thing too is like i think that it makes things more interesting when people dress up as if you don't want to dress up and you're not comfortable with it that's fine but for the people that do dress up it's like get, give them a Give him a give him a high high five. Yeah, why not? Because I think we make things interesting. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, we 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 kind of uh, it's something interesting to look at. Like oh ha, huh. you know. Um, but then then he saw other people that were like dressed up. There was like one other scoops ahoy person. Although if you put a side by side with a who wore it better. Ah, okay, sure, sure. Sorry, but I gotta say. Um, but yeah, so there were a few other people, or there was just people like just decked out which I'll get into later, like in just like Stranger Things themed stuff or whatever. So for sure, like I stood out, but I really didn't care. Like it's just, it's fun for me to wear something a little bit different. So sorry if I totally mortified you, dad, but, uh, (laughs) (laughs) but when, when, you know, when you hit 30, you just can stop giving a shit and you just want to have a good time. So, okay. Anyway, um, this crowd was super friendly. Again, uh, it was uh, young and diverse and nerdy, which is kind of like a cosplay crowd yeah, of would course. be. Um, and, a, and a lot of these people were, not everyone was a cosplayer. A lot of people were just like fans of the show, but there were definitely, like it definitely attracts that, that sort of demographic, you know. The, yeah, especially this time of year. I mean, we just passed, uh, like earlier this month was Comic-Con a couple weeks ago. Halloween's coming up in another right. week and a half. The show a was well timed. Yeah, everybody's down. This is the month where you can wear a costume to whatever you want, and everybody's gonna look at you and go either A Comic Con or B Oh, it's Halloween is this month, so this person is just jumping on it a little early. Whatever. Right. That's kind of how I felt too. I was like, I probably would not have done this if the show was like in. Uh, September or something like that, but I was like, it's October, Slutober. Like, let's yeah, get this, right. let's get this this little ice cream gal outfit out. 
because again, I, I really, I like to stretch my costumes and get as much use out of them as possible. Um, unfortunately, it's a little bit big on me. So I look, um, womp the womp. O- object, objects and pictures are larger than they actually appear <laughs> okay. l- uh, larger right. than they are because that thing is too big for me. I also lost some weight, so, um, but I didn't know that my size changed. Uh, so yeah, it, it, it needs a little bit of pinning, but anyway, that's not important. It is important because those pictures are going to be on Instagram and you'd be like, oh my God. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I swear. Underneath that, <laughs> I'm svelte. Okay. So anyway, crowd was super friendly. I absolutely loved uh, mainly the, the, the three people that I mentioned, uh, Faith, Mike, and Shelby, Michael and Shelby. Uh, th- they were the people that I initially met. And, and Oh, kind of- by the way, Mike was the name of the kid. Ah, yeah, you're right, you're right, right, right. Okay. It's just like such a, such a basic name that it, it was easy to uh, forget. Um, I'm really bad with names. Anyway, so uh, we were kind of together, and then also my friend who had also brought a friend who was a very good sport about the whole thing because I, I think that oh you didn't tell me that 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 friend of a friend uh, mm. also did not know what she was walking into. Uh, he certainly didn't know what he was walking into. So I think these two are like very sort of like overwhelmed by like or underwhelmed mm. depending on how you look at right, it right, right. as to what was going on in terms of this being as minimalist as it was and it's just like you're not gonna dance tonight yeah you're not gonna dance tonight yeah. and if you don't know the show you might right and he it. didn't know the no. show he didn't know the show I, I i honestly i didn't realize that i didn't realize he didn't know the show um well yeah for the record he bought the ticket that i was supposed to use off right me. so he asked me for it he texted me he said hey you're selling that ticket i'm like yeah all yours you know, I won't even charge you for the fee that it is. So just cover me for the ticket price and you're good to go. Yeah. He's like, you know, thanks, man. I appreciate it. You know, I'll have fun tonight. I'll let you know it is kind of thing. And then you texted me later on. Well, hang on. Yeah. Let me get there. Let me get there. So anyway, um, so we're there. Okay. So we're all kind of chatting and whatever. And, you know, with my two friends and then also these new friends and whatever. So the stage was re- set up really cool. It, it was actually like... I felt like there was more on there that they than they really needed, though. They had their synths, obviously. Mm. At least three, maybe four. I have Makes to look, go back and look at the photo. There's at least three, but I think there was more. And then hanging from the ceiling were like all of these wires that really didn't need cables, I should mm-hmm. say. They didn't really need to be hanging down. So what I figured was they were sort of creating like, a, a, you know, the upside down synth wave edition. Right, right, right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like uh, the upside down uh, rock or whatever. Uh, electronic music concert edition um and it did it seemed very upside down ish so it was it was cool i was like all right uh, but you know again i didn't know what to expect so it starts out really quiet um they come on just sort of very unceremoniously and just like have a seat um and uh they go into the uh title credit song whatever mm. whatever they call stranger that. things stranger yeah. things and uh the lighting was sort of like all these like like bar lights what are those called they're not they're um uv yeah okay yeah so uh those long lights and they're all kind of strategic place that was kind of cool but but still a very very dark you could barely see their faces um anyway very weird and very eerie uh start to things but i I just had no idea how fucking um weird it was it was going to be um but again, I, I don't fault the old artists for this. They showed up and did what they were paid to do, played the sure. music they wrote for the show. It was on me for thinking it was going to be like, I I don't know. I just Stranger knew Things I, dance remix. Night. I just knew mm. I wanted like a lazy boy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I felt I guess I felt that there was upbeat music, and I thought there were going to be times where it was up tempo. And um, if there were songs like that, and I'm not mistaken, then they just um, they didn't. They didn't play them. So they start tweaking at the synths. The bath is heavy as fuck. My shorts were vibrating. Oh, there My you outfit go. involves shorts. My shorts were vibrating. They were sort of like the synth wave version of like, no one no one but James is going to know this reference, but I don't care. Joe Pickett and Nick Pruitt are found footage festival. Oh, yeah. One of the guys uh-huh. has like got like the dark curly hair and the other guy's got like, like he's like a red uh, uh, bearded ginger with uh, like a baseball hat on. Damn. So yeah, you can't spot really see their faces. So this is what we say about them being sort of uh, inaccessible, shall we say. Um, Kyle Dixon is in like a full coat with a scarf like covering his neck what? and like kind of like all the way up to his chin. And I was like, 
dude, it's not that cold. It's Maybe that's much. a reference because it's cold in the Upside Down in the show. I don't know. I was like, you do I'm you, grasping friendo. at straw here, straws here, you know. But but it was it was it was odd because it really you cu- you couldn't really see all of his face, and the other one had the baseball cat on, so you can't see the top of his face. Mm. So I don't know if they like stylistically chose that, but but it, it was odd. So yeah, I mean definitely. It felt weird. If you don't know these songs where you're like, oh, this song when they did this, like there was yeah. a girl's not after she was like, oh, you know, that song where they like get up from Dungeons and Dragons. It's called Kids. I'm like, nope. Yeah, not a clue. Okay, don't, cool. Don't know that. Yep. Uh, Good to know now. I okay, thought so that was by MGMT, s- but. So it's uh, super. Yeah. But apparently there is a song that everyone loves called Kids that happened. Um it's super dark it's super uncomfortable i can't at this point i can't even turn around and look at our friend because Mm. i'm thinking to myself is like he's hating this he's hating this he's hating this and i really hate that because it's just like i really really wanted a guest on this show so bad and i'm like kicking myself like i brought the wrong person i was like i can't even turn around right now to like because that's sort of like my instinct of if i know someone's having a bad time i try to fix it but i knew i was like there's no way i can compete with it's going on on stage right now yeah if if he's not liking this there's absolutely nothing I can do. Yeah. And I was just feeling dread and the music wasn't helping. Oh, yeah, right. This this horror music that's based in, in dread and, and... Right. And I just feel... <laughs> I can like... Not even, not even looking at him or communicating with him. I was like, I can just feel him slipping away from the discomfort of the show like Billy slipping into the clutches of a mind flayer. There you go. Like, which reference. is a reference to the show. Uh, but just like slipping away into the jaws of comfort and yeah. I to get out of here. And I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it. Um, and it's a shame because, you know, if somebody asked for a ticket, I, I would have had to assume that he at least knew the show and what he was getting into. Something so, like uh, just check out the Spotify or something like just know it. But in fairness, like I, I honestly didn't expect it to be so dark. But here was the thing. I was like, I really wanted to stick it out because I was like, it's really important to me to do this episode because, number one, it's so different from what we normally do. And number two, um, there are people that are huge fans of this music. And I kind of yeah. want to give them the rundown of at least what one person's experience was uh, seeing it live. Maybe um, spark their interest in exactly. seeing it. Oh, and that being said, when you do put this on Reddit, I think you're going to have a much uh, better uh, response rather than going into like the genre angle, but putting it on the Stranger Things yeah, 100%, subreddit. Yeah, uh, because uh, it's this honestly is, every time I try putting it on the genre subreddit, nobody looks at it. Right. This is like really more about the TV show than the type of music they're playing. So I, uh, I'm watching it, and this is the point where I'm like, "Why did they pick this venue? This is weird." What's I was really? like, because like I told you, I have seen soundtrack. Um, concerts before, but it's like at BAM or like at, you know, somewhere where you can sit down. Maybe I might like, know why. Why would they pick Brooklyn Steel? Brooklyn Steel is very industrial. What's a main setting during season three? Right, and it's expensive to have staff put out chairs. Too, uh, but I feel like we no, should have no, had chairs. Well, what I'm saying is, is that it's the industrial theme of the venue and a whole main setting of season three. If you recall, where the mind flare was I, slowly growing, I, I, I'm grasping at straws guess. here, folks. That 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 would be my guess, or maybe they just thought it'd be a cool venue. It is a cool venue, for the record. It yeah. is, but it, the thing was, was that okay? You know what? Maybe this is partially like me, in that I here's a, I guess I see what you're saying in terms of uh, we're choosing this because of the aesthetic of the venue, and anybody who's a super fan of this show isn't gonna care, right? But on the flip side, I would say if you're a f- that much of a fan of the music, then you wouldn't care if it was in a more um, traditional seated venue either. And it would have been more attractive to people that were more casual fans. Sure. It just felt it just felt weird. I don't know. I, I mean, listen, I think part of this is influenced by the fact that I brought a friend and I I like my recommendations to feel trusted. And when that friend, uh, okay, so it gets intense at 20 minutes in. Let's see, I took my ear. This is all minutes because I have no idea what's playing. I took my earplugs out at minute 26. I didn't need them. Uh, they weren't that loud. 
And then I turned to this girl, Shelby. She said, oh, this is mostly uh, season three stuff. She'd been to a show in D.C. It was very different um, in terms of the music they played. But same vibe. Because I mm. asked her at one point, I was like, we're at minute 26. Like, I have to, like, ask this question. Like, I don't want to remember the vibe. I was like, is this, is this what it was like? She's like, oh, yeah, I was like this. She's like, the music was like, you know, not there was no season three music. She was like, but but yeah, you know, it was like this. Uh, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm. So they're consistent at least. Totally freaked out. I keep thinking Billy is gonna like come out from the side or something. Oh, yeah. Like I'm like starting to get scared. Uh, so the music is 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 heavy and and dreadful. And then and then our friend leaves. He's like, he says he 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 taps me on the shoulder, and the moment that I was dreading comes, and he's like, I have to leave. He said, he, he I didn't know this. He said that he was tripping on mushrooms. And it was not interacting while this trip. I'm like, why would you take yeah, that? Yeah, that was that clearly tells me he had no clue. What so he's he tripping on mushrooms, so of course like the he leaves. Worst thing you could do for a horror thing. And so of course the the friend that he's with also well, of course leaves. So now I'm just like, I feel like this is a failure. Like I, because then I texted him, I was like, so you'll still come on the show and talk about it, right? Even though it wasn't your favorite. And then he's like, I'd rather come on for an, a show that I'm enthused about. He's like, I would definitely come to recap Sean Paul when he plays. Oh, Remember, yeah. I was like, is James going to that show? He's twisting my arm back for that. Are I you going to go to that apparently show? Apparently, I'm going to see Sean Paul with him. Okay. If you're going, we can we can recap it. I guess so. <laughs> if it doesn't interfere with our, I don't know when it is. I don't remember. We have a sort of schedule. He's pretty set enthusiastic up. about it. I, I honestly couldn't go. even name a, uh, a song by Sean Paul. Temperature. But sure. There's that one. Or whatever it's called, thermometer. Some something. <laughs> I don't know. You Hopefully, know. we don't get roasted by Sean Paul fa- fans, but whatever. He he really wants to go, and you usually don't have to twist my arm. Back, I so I mean, it's just at the end of the day, I really like the idea of having a guest to have a second perspective. If both of us can't be at a show, and I don't foresee myself going to see Sean Paul, um. So okay, you're going, and maybe we'll cover that one, and we will have this guest on. Of course, that will then reveal. <laughs> oh yeah! Wait a minute. <laughs> Whatever. Stay tuned. Whatever. <laughs> to find out listen, the mystery of who listen, listen, listen. No, uh, people don't like listen to this diligently mm. enough to connect those dots. Um, but uh, so yeah, I I knew that that was coming. I was like, I knew this was going to be a tough show for someone who's not familiar with the music or isn't so invested in it because they know they're going to be doing a podcast episode on it. For someone who's not in one of those two scenarios to like stick it out, right? Yeah. So I was really bummed about that. It kind of brought my mood down. Um, Which, in a weird way, was kind of fitting. It Well, that's yeah. funny that you say that because I was like, in a way, uh, this whole idea of feeling like <laughs> sort of helpless and like a, a fucking failure. I was like, oh, that's how they felt when they couldn't. You know? Yeah, this this growing dread that something bad's about to happen. Right, that's but then kinda, everything kind of the worked, whole show too. Right, but then you know things kind of work out, sort of. But then you know there's always casualties, and the casualty in this case is our friend. But this episode's still happening, so yay! So, there you go. Uh, so yeah, I was, uh, I I did. I had that feeling of disappointment. Um, yeah, I'm still not mulling over like whether I do still feel like this is bad because you made that point about it being an industrial venue, but I don't know. Do you think it would have been crazy for them to put chairs out? Like it's like I just don't think Brooklyn Steel has chairs that they put out. You know what I mean? Do they have anywhere guess. where you can sit? Not that I know of in Brooklyn Steel. Do you think it's weird to stand and watch a show like that? Something like this, maybe. You're I, literally I standing, I really like not I really moving. I've tell never you, been to a show where I had where I stood and there was not a single song to dance to. I've never done it. I found that very odd. Yeah. I found that very different. odd. I I get it with the industrial thing, but yeah, no, I think I'm gonna stick with my Didn't quite fit. I think I'm gonna stick with my my opinion. Just my opinion, but that this would have been more suited uh, somewhere seated and just make the state. Because think about it, like even if the environment, you're not looking at the house around you anyway. And it's not like they decorated it with like uh, what Gorgons or or whatever those things were. Demogorgons. Demogorgons. It's not like it was like decorated or anything like that. It was just Brooklyn Steel as it always is. So once you get to the house and you emerge in the show, you're just looking at the stage anyway. So as long as the stage... um, has the aesthetic like mm. who cares about the venue around it so i'm going to maintain i think that it would be a bigger draw for pe- I know, i'm sure super fans couldn't care they would be happy to watch it in someone's backyard um but i 
uh, feel like it would have been more suited to something, yes, like King's Theater. Um, What's that one in the West Side? The kind of Upper West Side? I always forget it. Oh, uh, Beacon. Beacon, that's right. That's right. I think this would have been yeah, that would have been really good be- for Beacon. The Beacon. This would have been better. That being said, with so few people having attended, um, they would not have filled the Beacon by by a stretch. Not 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 in the very least. Um, but I've seen. Listen, I've seen acts at Radio City Music Hall where they didn't fill it up and it was fine. Mm. I think like King's Theater or something like that, or maybe like there's a theater in Bam or something like that that's like small. I don't know. You think that would have this just is been a this fit. is what I think would have been better. I, I I it felt awkward to me. Um, then again, like I said, I'm a casual fan, so that's coming from that. So take that for what it is worth. Okay. So dark, heavy, slow. I I could not keep track of the set. I could not. 45 minutes in. 10.45. Now it's 10.45. Mm. No, 9.45. Picks up a little bit. Um, now it's 9.53, and I'm, I am su- I'm super high, and I'm lost. Um, <laughs> there are people around me freaking out about whatever's playing at 9.53. I don't know what it was. Like getting super excited or like... Super, super excited. Yeah. Super excited about the song that was playing. I, do you understand how incompetent I feel right now? Like, no. I can't even like tell you what was playing, but I can just... This is, this is how my night went. This is what it was. Um, so everyone knows what's playing at 9.53. Uh, feel free to fill me in if you are one of those people. Everyone was eagerly filming. I'm lost, so just know that if you don't, if you're gonna go see this show, <laughs> yeah, maybe have an which idea. Which you're probably not going to because they're only playing two more, and it's like Thailand and Japan. And unless you're gonna be there over Thanksgiving, you're probably not gonna see this. But okay, just for any sort of soundtrack type show, a soundtrack type uh, concert, like live music from the blah blah blah, just really fucking familiarize yourself. So you're you don't end up like me. Um, and then it's ten o'clock and the show is just like done. It's just done. Mm. Like in an hour. Wow. It was just done. Yeah, that I, I and it was so funny too, because like the whole time, oh, uh Kyle Dix forgot to mention this. He's got this glass of water and he keeps downing water. I'm like, you're sitting in a chair, sir, and you're barely moving. Right? Are you feel ex- exertion? Like man <laughs> understands the need to hydrate. Talk about hydration it. Hydration is important. Very, hydrate or die. Yeah, he was gonna hit his whatever eight glasses of eight ounce waters a day or in whatever that hour. The, whatever the recommended, uh, whatever the recommended uh, uh, dosage. What do mm. you want to call it? Like. We'll go with dosage. I don't know amount of water that one should drink. But I was like, I'd never seen someone like so intent on being well hydrated Mm -hmm. who's moving so very little. I respect it. He was moving so very little that I thought that was kids. That was amusing to me. Um, Okay, Uh, why did that happen? I couldn't tell you. I think one of the cats ran into it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we're gonna. Hey, get out of here! Get out of here! Someone close that door. All right. Jerk. Um, and we're back. And we're back. Okay. So like I said, though, if you want some insight into these guys, because you certainly won't get any from their show in terms of their personality at all, they may as well be like cardboard cutouts. Uh, listen to that episode on Song Exploder. Okay. So anyway, so then they do an encore, uh, which was another 10 minutes, which was, again, more sh- more songs that I did not know the titles of. This probably would have been a very different experience for me if I didn't have to do it for this show. I probably would have dropped acid and really just lost myself in the Ooh, music for an hour. Godspeed. I think it would have been fine because then I wouldn't have to worry about is my friend feeling entertained? Like, mm. do I, you know, like I feel like I have to make sure he's okay. I want to be social and talking to people. If I had just shown up by myself on acid, no intention of, of, of you know, doing anything with this show, I probably could have had an interesting trip. I can deal with dark things. Yeah. In- interesting. As to long say as the they're least, not sure. visual, I can deal with dark music. I'm not great with like like disturbing things, like visually. The house of horror. And, like visually, uh, I'm not. But in terms of just dark atmospheric music, it's totally fine for me. So, uh, yeah, that probably would have been very different for me if I hadn't felt like I had to be like intellectually on and have my like processing part of my brain sure. sort of in action so anyway um uh so then they do their encore and it's yay and then the lights go up it was it was like the most like subdued anticlimactic experience i've ever had at a concert except for like going to a classical music uh performance or ambient church which is exactly what i would expect sure, and sure this sure. is just like so different so we leave and uh 
yeah, so then we were uh, out in the sort of like area where the bar is and we meet some more people, some super fans into the show. Uh, there was no merch table, which was surprising. Are you sure? Yeah. E- even that little section in the back where they the super fans merch? checked. There was huh. no merch table because they were Weird. not happy about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so no merch. So that's one thing High Decibels Podcast has in, in common with Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein. Yeah, shout out. But uh, anyway, uh, so I met this super fan of Stranger Things, this blonde chick. She had the sneakers that uh, I think it's Dustin wears them. They're like green, the green sneakers. I recognize them from the show. Yeah. I couldn't remember. Like, I know who, you're talking about. I don't remember exactly which who character has them. wears them. I feel like it's him. Uh, she had like all these uh, Stranger Things patches on this jacket. She'd all sewn them on herself. She's super into it. She actually also had um, the character um, that I was dressed as. Uh, her name is Robin, and you get a little name tag with the costume that says Robin. And this girl had the name tag on her That's uh, cute. on her shoe, and it was like. But then she goes, so. Um, I was like, oh, I have that, you know, I was like, oh, the name tag. Or someone says the name tag. She's like, yeah, I have the costume. She's like, but I wouldn't wear it to this. I'm like, oh, ouch. well then. (laughs) Well, I did. Excuse me. (laughs) No, I think she just put her dust and sneaker foot in her mouth. I'm sure what she meant was that she would not be comfortable wearing Scoops Ahoy because she's not the risk taker that I am, which is fine. There you go. Which is fine. So that was the entire show. Um debated getting into my after experiences. You know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. It's my platform. So there you go. out fun. on the street, having a chat. Faith has to go back to Jersey. So she's out. Michael and Shelby, because uh, I was like, oh, it'd be nice to talk to some people or whatever, like recap the show. That that would have been the ideal situation if like, you know, nerding out with super fans. But these other two, they had plans. And then the other girl insulted me. So so there goes that. <laughs> I'm being sensitive, but, uh, you know, she's also a little weird. Um. And so that left me uh, with these two guys, one, one who was a fan of the show and one who was like kind of there because he was a roommate, drunk as a skunk. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not drunk, like stumbling on and off of the curb. And they were like, by the way, for everybody listening, this is the first time I'm hearing about this as well, because I was away this weekend. So go on. Oh, OK. So, um, yeah, no, this is a, this is a uh, I'm sorry. I have to purge this because it was kind of part of the night, um, you know, in terms of just feeling sort of uncomfortable anyway but you know the one he was it was kind of awkward but you know kind of cute and they're like hey we're gonna we're gonna go watch the the rest of the yankees game you want to go i'm like sure you know i was feeling very confident because because of everything you had to say i was like i think i think they could win oh oh man don't bring this back to me (laughs) well this is where the story goes so Uh. So anyway, so we get to this bar and it's, you know, complete opposite of where I just was, which is like all these like, you know, dorky sort of like, I don't know, just super relatable, like cosplay people, Mm. like super respectful and nice. And then get into this bar and it's like fratty as fuck. And they're like, he's like, these are my friends. And these one guy is just like devouring a plate of wings. like You know what I'm saying? And then. Another friend of theirs is uh, also super hammered. And then it becomes very clear to me that someone in this group is trying to get me to come home. And oh, yeah. they've just kind of decided that it was going to be this one guy. They're going to give give him the uh, give, give him, him the first crack, yeah. shall we say, because it was almost. He was. Uh, like, let's well, let's relate this to baseball. He was first in the batting order. Right. Well, if yeah, if he didn't <laughs> succeed. So, you know, so he's first of all, I get there and it's like. Okay. Anyone gonna buy me a drink? No. Mm. All right. I'll take care of it myself. You know, which I can do. But you know, if you do, or if you are trying to, uh, you know, move things along, maybe buying a drink would be a, a good <laughs> right, first right, step. Right. Jesus Christ! Lubricate it's like this stuff bit. isn't that hard. So yeah, if you want anything more than my platonic attention, immediately a drink should be bought. Immediately, with no prompting from your friends. Okay. So uh, that doesn't happen. So, but now there's all this conversation a lot of leaning in and close talking and stinky breath and like ask me where I live and ask me like three times I'd keep answering that question no goody asking my name like three times had to keep asking that question forgetful drunk then, then so he's there and then there's this his friend I can hear his fr- his friend is drunk too I can hear his friend talking it's almost like he thinks I can't hear like I'm deaf and he's like look at so and so He's totally striking out, totally awkward, like he always is. Like, very clear that 
what this guy is trying to do and that he's like hitting on me and being weird and just apparently encouraging this and thinking it's great uh and then mocking his friend for doing a terrible job at it but not actually telling his friend maybe you should stop because this is making things really awkward and weird so so then uh we tied up the game and that was like amazing and then the thing happened for the record happiest like most excited i've been for sports in several years that moment dj lemay smacking a fucking two-run home run in the ninth to tie it up keep us alive and then immediately i pause myself i am by the way i had to be upstate for a work thing and i'm in a, a dump of a hotel room by myself on the shitty tv probably from yeah. the 90s watching this just cheering i had to be up early the next day but i stayed up late to watch the entire fucking game to the end so it's like after midnight already at this time and i'm in this room by myself just jumping around cheering and then the thought occurs to me, oh, did we just tie it up just to get walked off? I love how we're like completely not talking about the concert at all. I guess if you're like. Yeah, you, if you, you guys want to hear the rest of the you could just yeah, shut this off right. now. But if you do want to hear it, it's, it's kind of a it's kind of a funny story or at least what it is. It's like a sort of, you know, typical anecdote anecdote for a lady on a Saturday night. So anyway, um, then the thing happens where. The lo- the the losing. Yeah, I'll rip the band aid. Fucking that shitbag Jose Altuve smacks a homer yeah. and walks us off. So and so now my it's just heart tore right. to pieces. Right. So I'm not happy either. And I'm just emotionally. So at this point, so there's no reception in this bar, and I'm trying to do a lift and trying to lift. Now this is a guy. Oh, okay. At one point, he did try to buy me a drink. My friend's like, "Why don't you buy her a drink?" He's like, "You want a drink?" And I'm like. No, because I had already bought myself a drink and I was like, right, actually two drinks because there was a minimum. So I had a shot and a beer and at that point I was not going to drink more. So I'm like trying to get, he's like, well, where do you live? Again, again. And I was like, you know, I say where I live and he's like, you want to come back with me to Astoria? (laughs) He's on one side. There's a table of friends. I'm on the other side. He says this. Do you want to come back with me to Astoria in front of all these people? who are now looking at me and I have to respond and he put me on the spot like that. That's super awkward. And I'm not going to name you, sir, but I will say you are lucky because I could have metaphorically stuck your face into your duty like people do with puppies. Right. I could have. <laughs> I could have embarrassed you so hard yeah. and I didn't. You oh, sure. I literally live in the opposite direction. Well, of I the live city in the opposite direction. Yeah. I don't see any appeal with going home with you. I, I All I said was no. No, I don't want to. He's lucky that I didn't take him to task. But you know what? Now, yes. Now I am going to embarrass you because you embarrass me. I'm going to embarrass you on my fucking podcast. If you want to be successful with women, don't be that fucking drunk. Don't be lazy. Don't skip to the part that you want. It's called courting. Learn it. Okay. Learn it, Kyle. Yes. I said his name. His name is Kyle. (laughs) Shut up, Kyle, you dick. And that goes, too, for his enabling friend, Chad. I'm not even kidding you. Yes, Chad and Kyle, I said your names, and mine is Marlia, Kyle, and that's the fourth time I've told you, and I'm thinking if you're listening right now, because I know you're following me on Instagram, you won't forget it like you did the first three times. Nice. Come to Astoria. Good grief. How dare you? (laughs) If you can't remember my name or my neighborhood after asking three times, my guess is you're going to be completely lost on the nuances of my complicated female body, so I'm baffled as to why I would let you inside of it. Okay. This is the part you kind of mentioned to me. Go on. Well, first of all, okay, so... Why the fuck is a British guy berating you on the Yankees? Well, first, for, okay, so first of all... Outside of the fact so you that you know, Okay, so I hadn't had any dinner, so the, the shot and the beer were enough to have me buzz. So I'm a little bit... And I'm high, so I'm a little bit confused. Um, but first of all, so he, you know, he mocks, he mocks like sort of Yankees bravado, which Yankee fan bravado, which admittedly is a thing. We had it coming. Uh, That's fine. But, I'm, but, I'm but a culprit then, of it. But then he was like, well, who were they going to play? And then I accidentally said, I said... Atlanta Nationals instead of Washington Nationals because you've had a couple, yeah. You yeah. mixed the two that were in the NLCS, right? Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and he's like, well, "You don't even know who they were going to play." Blah blah blah. You're not a fan. And then it, it was like, "Are you? Who are you?" Yeah. So that was number two. What did Tottenham so, lose today? Shut so, the fuck up. So like. first I had, so first I had the whole uh, come back with me to my neighborhood, you know, up in no man's land, and. Uh, let me masturbate to your body. Then I got berated um, by some random angry Englishman. And then the bartender I've been crushing on for months informs me that he comes home late and eats half a sandwich. And then he leaves the other half on the floor and he falls asleep and then he wakes up and eats that. 
What? Am I late? That's what I texted you. When I was drunk. Oh, was that's what that text. Okay, so yeah. So for the record, I had fallen asleep in tears long before this. But I get up the next day and I see you had left some not entirely legible drunk text about somebody eating a sandwich and you're like do, do guys this guy, do this? Is this a thing that guys do? No because there's other gross do? things that, that guys do that I've come around to because like James is kind of sort of like baseline Excuse gross but, but not so gross that like watch yourself he's accept, he's accept, he's acceptable like I consider him all, all my around, man god damn it I consider him a decent man but to, to have some kind of gross behaviors and so I was like I check you know on this one because I was like crushed and this you know so i was like james is it normal for a man to come home at late at night eat half a sandwich leave the other half on the floor now okay and I'm, eat that i, I am gonna say it, like, my lady- if you're telling me like this guy rewraps it and then puts it on the floor all right it's not that bad no but if you just straight fucking just- how do you know it may have crawled on it yeah i have no idea listen would i say am i gonna come home eat half a sandwich go to sleep wake up and eat the other half sure but i'm gonna put that other half in the, in the fridge refrigerator yeah. it's not that hard oh i didn't tell you about the other part about how he said um oh yeah i've also come home with a salad but i'll never do that again because i'll eat the salad in bed and then then i wake up in <laughs> bed salad stop I was, oh I was God. like, I legit- live in a studio and I never even, I was, my le- bed. I was legitimately hurt. I was like, I, okay, maybe you're not into me, but my God, what, a, how, what a way to, to put it Yeah. to make it so clear to, to my totally lady boner gone, gone for good. Um, now I've she- had that moment with girls where it's like, oh, I really, I really like this girl. And you find out like something about them and you're like, Ooh, that's really like, gross. I don't like them so much anymore. You know? So, uh, I'm single still ladies, ladies slide in my team. <laughs> yeah. Right. Fuck it. <laughs> Wait, but you said women can be gross too. Oh, of course they can. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Any- Listen, you women think that everything we do is gross and nothing you do is gross. And guys think everything you do. Actually, is gross I have lived, I've lived with gross. some, I've lived with some women in my past who have done some pretty, pretty, gross things yeah, hell now, yeah. now that I think about it all right just we're we're human beings we're all fucking I don't care what gender okay? you are but just don't 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 eat sandwiches off your floor yeah actually that that's don't. that's that's gonna be a, a no for me dog so that was my night it was dark it was confusing <laughs> I had to navigate my way kind of like, scary through I had to navigate my way through uh being caught off guard with sort of loudly announced uh propositions mm. and beratements and floor sandwiches and everything was upside down and the worst part is and didn't make sense the yankees lost and the yankees lost nothing happened as it would um synthwave is best enjoyed in a chair for me i'll keep that in mind in the future but anyway the point is is i think this was this perfect soundtrack to my night yeah i guess so that's true because it really all was. Kinda, it, it all kind of worked together. It was dark, confusing, was upside down. It was not what I expected, but I came out okay. If Maybe a little bit traumatized. When, what, what did you learn what from did, your night? <laughs> oh, what did I learn? Yeah. Oh, that Synthwave is best enjoyed from in a chair. There you go. Okay. And like, don't go to fratty bars after... Um, do, you, do you remember what the bar was? I couldn't I, even, Was it like near the venue? No, it was more in Williamsburg. Okay. If I think about it... Oh, Roebling? I don't think I know that Something one. like oh. that. That was probably... That That's was so th- weird to me. I feel like there's not a ton of fratty bars up in Williamsburg. Well... You found the one. I guess they all... If it wasn't, they all sort of convened upon this bar to watch the Yankees game. You know, like, let's be honest. It's going to attract a sort of fratty kind of crowd. Um, so, so yeah. So, um, that and then also, like... You never really, and I also learned that you never really know someone. You think you know them, and then you find out that they're uh, they they wake up in bed salad. <laughs> you find that out. So dark, confusing, and totally upside down. All right. So anyway, so that was my night. <laughs> How was yours? How was yours? Yeah. Okay. So these shows are. I don't want to say they're one-offs. These Kyle Dixon, um, Michael Stein shows are pretty rare. We'll put a link, but the reality is um, there's really nothing playing in the States uh, in terms of this particular show uh, in the next, um, I don't know, ever. 
Well, yeah, they did a bunch at the beginning of the year, so yeah, no, nothing, they do them through periodically. Nothing is scheduled, so uh, you you may not get to see this, but but I would say you know what, uh, this soundtrack, um, real good for uh your Halloween party, just to play that in the background. It's really it's good, good atmospheric music. You can sort of like splice it in with your with your monster mash, with Ugh. your Adam's family s- snap snaps. You know the stuff that people play. Let's do the time warp with again. your time warp. What does the other people like to say? Oh, Bella Lugosi is dead. Everyone uh-huh. knows that's what is that? Joy Division. He's dead. I think Bella so. Lugosi is dead. Yeah, that's Joy Division. That's a that's a fan favorite for Halloween. But you know, um, this is something that uh, also uh, works. Um, so yeah, definitely check out that soundtrack. Definitely check out these guys. Maybe check out Survive. It's okay, you know. Um, I'm all right on the genre, but I think it is best enjoyed. Uh, in t- oh, oh, one thing I forgot to mention was actually uh, my friend Destiny said, oh, well, do they have uh, visuals in the background? And I was like, no, but actually I would have really liked that. Yeah, they I'm had surprised by the that. Show. But then I, I uh, reached out to a couple of people that were at the show and just to ask their opinion. You're like, no, nah, I don't really feel like it was needed. So I guess you know, that's, again, that's Maybe you're just a more visual person than others. I am a more visual. I am, and uh, also it's coming from someone who maybe isn't as... Uh, is super well versed in in the soundtrack as they Fair were, enough. so it's like someone like me needs distraction. And maybe if that had been there, my friend wouldn't have left. But whatever. Um. Okay. So uh, let's see. All oh, right. Okay. So I said about how I think this is best for the uh, Stranger Things uh, subreddit, which is actually a very interesting place, very mm. fun. Um. Yeah. This was more about the music and how it works with the show uh, than the genre itself. Uh, we will link to the Spotify and, uh, usually James closes this out with saying what song is playing, uh, in our outro, but we, can, we don't know. I can't tell you what it is, but anyway, take it a, away. A, a song we'll be playing right now. Um, if you know it, let us know. Uh, one thing that we like to do is throw a Twitter question out there. Um, you have yet to get any actual responses. He says sheepishly. Wait, have you? Not a one, not a one person has responded to any of the questions. Just on keep Twitter. at it. Yeah, you just we'll keep, keep going. hammering it away. Yeah, this it's the grind, people. So in you this can, time, you can answer this question on Instagram too. By the way, maybe we yeah, should Instagram, include Instagram. Uh, Instagram's doing better. Reddit, whatever, just because people talk are visual. To us. Yeah, talk to us. We we want like we want to we want to make friends here. So anyway, our question this time is: uh, What soundtrack do you really like and would like to see in a live setting? In in this could be, let's go with like any video game soundtrack, movie soundtrack, TV show soundtrack. That's something that's distinctive and original. Um, I mean, I guess you could say the Star Wars theme, but, you know, maybe do a little bit more original than that. Uh, yeah. But other than that, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and look for us on Reddit at High Decibels Pod for clips, picks, discussions, and more. And also look for us on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts, and subscribe, follow, rate, and review. Thank you guys again so much for listening to another episode of High Decibels Podcast. And you will hear from us next week. Bye. Peace.